This is episode 264 of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov. Hey there, how are you doing? So today we are covering a topic that actually comes up quite a bit and has come up pretty much ever since I've been teaching all about launches. So the question is, do launches still work? And if so, what's the best way to make them work? We're going to dive into this topic and so much more. So if that sounds interesting to you, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches by working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games. I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I'm going to talk through a topic that I've actually done Facebook Lives about. I've written a blog post about. I've updated that same blog post about it multiple times. And I just think that it's always worth talking about because if you've ever asked yourself, or said, I don't think launches are even working anymore. Or if you've read that on social media or on other people's marketing, or you've just heard, you know, people say that all over the interwebs. Here's what I want to say about that. And also, by the way, I think I even have my webinar title, though it is changing, is this, like why launches aren't working anymore, what to do instead. Um, So... I want to walk through, this is actually from the blog post that I wrote several years ago. I recently went through it again, updated it, made sure that it was still relevant because I wanted to share this with you. Um, So launches can be kind of scary. I think that especially when you're first starting out, you see your idea of what a launch is means being very visible, right? And we've all seen the ones that are wildly successful and launches that don't work at all. With a crash and burn, we've we've heard from our business besties, or we've heard through the through the uh, the the grapevine about other people we know whose things didn't work so well. There's either the pie in the sky dream launch stories, followed by the complete dead in the water disasters, and or ones that never even made it to launch. Both of these make you want to kind of run for the hills and never utter the word launch again, much less actually try to launch something of your own. And and I get that. But if you haven't launched, you should know something. Launches often don't work. And there's a reason why for that though. And it, they, it doesn't have to be that way for you. Okay. If you're just starting your business, trying to gather the courage to launch your first product or service, you might be wondering why do launches seem to work for only part of the time, or maybe they just work for a small majority of people. And it's probably crossing your mind, why not me? What what makes me so different that I can then have a launch that actually works? Now, in a past 
episode and a blog, an article, I've talked to you about how it's possible to actually engineer a launch and get it out there on your own. It is possible to do that. So you can you can see it's possible to launch on a shoestring budget with a small list, being super low tech. Um, there's lots of different ways to do this. And I want to encourage you to go back and read that post, listen to that episode if you haven't already, because we did cover some things like what to put in place before you decide to launch and how to put together a plan according to your realistic resources, the resource of one. So once you, you're ready to launch alone, it's time to jump into why launches just aren't working for some people, especially the ones that employ all the fancy tactics we're told are guaranteed to lead to success, okay? Um, the 30-day challenge that leads up to a full coaching program, the three video series that tease up a perfectly ex executed sales video, webinar, all the things, uh, the telesummits, the free ebook, the manifesto, the free clarity calls, the webinars, the Facebook ads. So raise your hand right now and just, even if you're sitting alone in your room or in your car, raise your hand if you've ever done or used any of these or several of them layered onto each other during your last launch. Now, I'm sure some of these work for you, some some of you, and then obviously at the other end of the spectrum, none of these worked for some of you. But, and, and I'm just going to say right now, bummer, because it's very possible that with a small tweak, they could work for you. So the question is, what's missing from your launches? What's that secret ingredient that makes these winning launch strategies work for some so well? And why does it feel like there's only a select group of uber successful launches that can make the strategies work? So here's the thing. The answer might actually surprise you because today I'm not going to talk to you about getting to know your audience and the people you want to work with, though you do always have to do that, by the way. And I won't be telling you about how to be a really aware of the channels where you get the most interaction, basically meeting your audience where they are, though you do need to figure this out too. And it's critical to your launch success. Nope. Not today, though. This is even more fundamental about solving this, in quotes, my launch ain't working problem. Have you ever been faced with a problem in your life and decided to just throw every possible solution at it to see if something will work? Anything. Anything will work. So let's say that something ended up working. Here's the question. Let's say whatever that situation was, could you tell without a shadow of a doubt what that solution actually was that actually worked? Probably not because it likely wasn't all the things. So when you throw everything at a problem, yeah, you might solve that problem. But if it happens again, you'll have no idea what solved the problem and you'll again have to throw everything at it again, which leads me to the first reason and thing you need to do to adjust in order to get things to start working. And that's stop trying to throw everything at it. The idea that you can layer a lot of good stuff, keep doing that good stuff, and eventually you'll get results. Well, it doesn't work as well during a launch, especially if you haven't built up those layers over time. If you look at a launch as, say, a piece of music, which this is something that I've done since the beginning, I talk about a crescendo, look at a music as like starting really soft, and then it builds to some point, and then it fades out, right? So 
Imagine a song that has amazing lyrics and then layered over with just random instruments all playing in different keys and never coming together. A mix of different styles to the max. There's no bridge. There's no chorus. There's no hook. There's no thing that you keep coming back to. Um, even death metal can make sense when it's done right. Um, and another closer related example and reminder about trying new things can be found when you do any type of split testing. So um, no matter what you're testing, whether it's a web page, an email, or a Facebook ad, you generally only want to test one thing at a time, okay? The subject line first, or the headline, or the image, or the color. One element of the page or the email gets tested at a time because otherwise you won't know what the thing was that made it actually work. So that's important. I also wrote about uh, doing a test with Facebook ads. Facebook ads have changed so much since that article, but it's worthwhile to see the process of testing something, especially when it comes to ads, because with ads, you don't want to just be like, well, that ad didn't work and just throw up a whole brand new situation with new copy and new, new images and new everything and new audiences, because I mean, Why? Why would you do that? You're, you're going to get the same information as last time. Maybe you'll hit the jackpot, but most likely you won't and you won't know why. Okay. So the next thing I want to share is again, like, so throwing everything at it at once isn't a good idea. So instead of that, try one thing, try to layer one thing at a time. So, so that you can know for sure. Yeah. Webinars are the thing that work for me. Or doing these Facebook Lives in my group really worked. But don't do all the things. Okay, the next part of this is really more doesn't always mean better. So in addition to testing to testing, not even layering and building up to these amazing strategies, but in addition to testing too many strategies at once, there's another snafu that can actually happen. And it's what I call the hookup. So sadly, I've been guilty of this one myself, but everyone has to work their way through this error. We, we always think, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So you get this amazing idea about how you want to launch something and you justify it in your head about why it's the most brilliant thing you've ever created. There's the warning sign. If you think it's amazing, make sure you tell someone else, preferably your ideal customer or someone who's already maybe a past customer, um, someone who's on your list, to give you that much needed perspective. So tell your launch strategy idea like a story to another person. Um, and you can just tell it like a story to another person to see if it makes any sense. But to your ideal customer, it'll have like an extra added benefit of being something that they're going to understand that they're going to be able to track and follow. When there's no link between your amazing ideas, there's no clear outcome for people, there's no build up to whatever you're launching, there's, then it just feels like, well, that you just have a lot of stuff happening, right? And instead of just one thing at a time, really clearly, intentionally released, okay? So 
here's how to know if you've got too much stuff. So first of all, you do want to talk to another person, get perspective from your ideal customer or someone else that you feel like understands what your business is and what you're trying to do, who might not fit into that ideal customer avatar category just yet. Okay, so next, I want to just dive into this a little bit more. So how to know if you've got too much stuff. Listen, I discovered this by accident after speaking to several of my past clients, fearless launchers, who throughout the life of their business, they're they're exploring and finding and linking these missing pieces themselves. This is what we do. We're detectives. We're, we're um, kind of like archaeologists in our own launches. And who are, they're now getting better results than ever. Once they figure it out, they're like, oh, right, that's why that was too much. Um, when people discover something a year after you created it and say, oh my God, I didn't even know you did this. I, I didn't even know you had a podcast. I didn't even know you did videos. I didn't even know you had a blog. I didn't even know you did private coaching. All of that is a good sign that you've got too much going on. Okay. So more recently, I realized that I hadn't done the best job linking this, um, free launch challenge to my actual launch. Um, that was actually a couple years ago at this point, but in hindsight, the challenge was a new element to the launch that perhaps I never even needed. Oh my gosh. Even pre that I did a periscope daily periscope. That might've been that one where I did like a challenge prompt every single day. Sometimes we all get into that where we want to just try something and it might not completely fit. And if you ever get that sense that it's you're not sure, it probably doesn't link up. And you really do need the, that hookup between not just your tools, but but all that content you're putting out. So like I said, you learn as you go along. It's not something you're going to learn overnight. So I think it's really important. One thing I always tell people, and this is about their websites, this is about their launches, trade your launch stories, trade your websites, show people the process, let people read your emails, and make sure that they know what you want them to do. You don't want them dissecting the entire launch. You don't want them to necessarily question every single decision. You just want them to tell you, does this make sense? And this is another one that if you have someone that you know is interested in you and maybe they're a past or a present customer, they're great to go into this kind of stuff because they're the people that you're writing this for and they're the ones who it's really going to make sense for. So what is the difference between someone who's getting great results from their launches versus someone who isn't? So again, like I said, it's all about that hookup. So what seems to be working in product launch strategies will always be changing. I mean, how many of us have said, oh, well, challenges are the thing right now. Oh, telesummits are back. This is happening. That is happening. Oh, we're going to do these giveaways. Um, just like everything in life, to keep moving forward, you must be flexible and adapt, but still focus on the people, on the solution they need, they want, and most importantly, on what your business does well and what you do well and where you show up well. So just because everyone it seems like in your world is doing these challenges doesn't mean you do a challenge. In fact, I'm all for doing, still doing that thing that you were doing. Maybe you've been doing a webinar all along. That's the thing you want to focus on is the thing you're good at. So 
Always focus on the needs, the wants, the problems of your community and let that be your filter for deciding which strategies to use in your launch. No matter what looks cool or looks fun or, oh my gosh, I want to do that. That's what's going to make sense. During a launch, making sense matters. And make what makes sense to people is when someone sees them, sees their needs, sees their wants, sees their problems. And we don't know, we're not always going to get it right. And for some people, we're going to be right on. And for other people, we're going to be off. And that's okay. But be as clear as you possibly can. Okay. So how do we get everything to hook up, to sync up and make your launch work? Now, so we know the basic issue now. We know that the too many strategies all at once, testing all at once, maybe nothing will work or maybe people get confused or maybe people will not even think it's for them or just there's no, there's no connection between all of the elements. You're just using tactics. So now that you know that this is the issue and the reason why your launches aren't, aren't working, let's go through three key things that I think are going to help actually help you create a winning launch. Okay. And some of these are going to be obvious and some of them are maybe not so obvious. <laughs> so number one, you need both marketing strategy and process. So, okay, here's what I mean by that. Your marketing ideas will always be never ending. I'm serious. If you can stop the flood of ideas, tell me now and how you do it because most entrepreneurs just cannot do it. And the danger though of keeping the idea faucet on 24 seven is that you may have a hard time implementing anything. Okay. And ideas can come from anywhere. Sometimes they're not even from you. They're from other people who are doing their own launch detective work. But if you take zero time thinking about the way you will reach people, connect to their desires and help to solve their problem, then all the launch plans in the world won't necessarily save you. So all of these ideas are not going to save you. So before you kind of come up with those ideas, you've got to think about the people and what they need. Okay. And there needs to be a balance between the two. There's a little bit of the process, how you're going to reach those people and the planning. And then you're going to have to think about how you're how you can reach them now that you know where they are, what they're struggling with, all those things. Okay. So if you hate schedules, here's what I am going to suggest you do. List every piece of communication you want to send out during the launch and where it will be sent from and to and who to, because you might have specific groups of people that you're like, oh, what about these people? What about those people? What about my past customers? Do I invite them in? Do I make them pay? Do I create something else for them? Let your communication lead the way. So from the list above, you'll have an even bigger list. So if you have, if you create that list of communication, you're going to have an even bigger list of tasks related to get that communication done. Like, so if you're linking to a landing page, you'll need a landing page. If you're asking people to sign up for a webinar, you'll need a webinar landing page, a thank you place page, a place to do your webinar slides. Surprise. You've, you've just backed your way into a launch plan, a launch map really. So 
If you need help creating a launch schedule or getting a launch map started, there are two resources that I'm going to put in the show notes for you. They're just past episodes. And then there's a free, I have a free planner and workbook that'll get you a good ways there. It's not just a cheat sheet. It's a, it's a pretty good planner um, that'll help you look through the main pieces of your launch. Um, so, so that's the first, first thing, let communication lead the way. And that is going to determine, that'll be the way you kind of back into what your marketing strategy is and also the process and timeline of everything and when things need to be done. Okay. So number two, be careful, don't overinvest. So this one's just the surface level stuff. You know, you need tools. Yes, you need to learn the process of using these tools and how they all work together, but you don't have to get every single opinion and piece of support known to men and women and everyone in the world in your launch. You don't. You also don't need to follow every single six or seven figure launch strategy you hear about. This is a bigger issue I go deeper on in my masterclass training if you want to check that out. And I will put that link below, but it's ansomolive.com forward slash masterclass. And it's just a, it really breaks the launch out into four phases. And the phases are the same stuff that I used when I worked with Marie Forleo on her first two B-School launches. It's the same that I used when I was consulting on Denise Duffield Thomas's launches and Jonathan Fields launches. I'm only using these names because you may know who they are and think, oh, okay, so this is for real. So you can check that out. I'll put that in the show notes. But anyway, so I get it. So I know how it feels to jump into a launch and be like, okay, Launch is coming. Let's throw some money at this. I'm ready to buy lead pages to make my landing pages. I got Kajabi so that I can put my, uh, I'm going to put all my course and all my product stuff in there and my sales page and my, all the things I've got ScreenFlow. I'm going to record my course on that. Um, yeah, I'm hiring a launch coach. I'm getting Ann on the phone, even though I don't do that. I need a project manager or maybe a VA. And oh yeah, I also need to switch email marketing providers and create a new website. (laughs) I'm just going to say one word. No, 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 no. Stop the insanity. Try to work with what you have and only make investments on tools and new systems if your current one is truly not working. Even if someone comes to me and they list my most unfavorite tools ever, like every single tool from top to bottom is like... My advice is always, if it is working for you and they all work together, keep them, okay? Do not shift gears and right before a launch. This is one of those, oh my gosh, no, please don't do it. Also, I have an article. I'm sorry, I'm like sharing. Hopefully you're okay with this, um, but you can also see them in the show notes. You can just you go down through the show notes and you'll be able to see that there's a five systems you can set up before your launch. So go check that that out to make sure that you get all of those. You'll see that I really, I mean, every I I remember one client who didn't listen to me and it caused lots of problems when they shifted their shopping cart, but that was an emergency. We definitely needed to do that, but then it like impacted and we had to do by hand figuring out certain affiliates. I mean, 
Systems need to be in place and tested thoroughly before your launch. And also there's just the, if you're changing, if you're changing like email service providers or that's just ridiculous because it takes a month sometimes for your list, the import to kind of get vetted by the system. Sometimes it won't even, I mean, I changed to active campaign, which I really love, but I'm still seeing a lot of emails that aren't getting into the inbox. So it takes a bit. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. You need number three, you need to tell someone to call it a launch. So this is one of the easiest ways to link all the great stuff you're releasing to your audience is by opening your mouth and telling people your you communicating is the link. Okay. So even if you might not believe this until you do it, but if you don't tell people and tell them enough and in the right places over and over again, then no one's going to know that you are launching. Simple. You have to press, press publish. And if there's one thing that gets in the way of a launch being successful, it's simply traffic. It's not enough. It's not giving people the chance to see what you're launch, launching. And if you look at it like that, then you're like, oh, well, that's great. Sometimes at the end of a launch, you look at what happened and be like, oh, not enough people actually even ended up seeing the webinar page or seeing the sales page. So if you're shaking your head right now thinking you'd never do this, then let me tell you the story of a 30-day video challenge. <laughs> this is the one I was mentioning before. I did be, during the upcoming month to one of my launches. I barely gave anyone a chance to know about this series. And in the end, I had to ask myself why I'd spent the time doing it if I wasn't going to give it the promotion it deserved. Actually, truth is, that's been something that I struggle with even now. Like, if it weren't for other people kind of pushing me to share what's going on, I don't think people <laughs> sometimes know about my launches. Um, but that was just ridiculous. Like when you do something in your business, when you put out a podcast, when you do all the things, be proud of it. Be excited. Know, give people a chance to see it and to benefit from what you're sharing. And finally, I just wanted to say that mistakes can happen on launches of any size, but not just that, that okay? <laughs> Another problem with the video series that I had is that it didn't really link to anything. I, I mean, I'm not going to dwell, but I just piled it on top of the stuff that did make sense. And that's probably why I ended up not sharing it because part of me knew that it would only seem like noise over the primary message I was sharing. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's another one for me to journal about and go to therapy about, but <laughs> I digress. So now that you can see some of the reasons launches aren't working, let's figure out some different specific ways to improve each of these areas. So, um, what you're going to be seeing coming soon is that I'm going to be covering some of my most asked questions and requests from you in the coming weeks. Not only, not only that, but I've lined up a few ways for you to go deeper and get even more answers for your next launch. And of course, there's tons of resources on in the show notes to today's for today's episode, but um, I want you to 
find your answers because there are answers. Your launches actually can work and they will work if you are asking the right questions, if you are persevering and saying, I can figure this out. I'm going to find the person who can help me figure this out. So here are some of the things um, that you're going to be able to see in the coming weeks, and they might already be available to you in some form, but stay tuned. Okay, we've got three things. So this is what you're forgetting to include in your launch plan. And and that's where I'm going to be going through how to create a complete launch plan. So stay tuned for that. Um, We're also going to talk about real results and how changing your launch perspective can increase your profits and change your business. And number three, I'm going to talk to you about some so-called advanced launch strategies that produce big results and are so easy to implement, even if this is your first launch, even if you're doing it alone. Okay. So if you are ready to get started, make launches work for you, you're going to still pay attention to the upcoming episodes, but you can absolutely jump on the wait list for fearless launching. And you can, the, like I said, this initial post was written back in 2014. And when I went back to it to really revise it and kind of relook at it, see what was going on, I realized same story six years later. So if you're spending time right now, you know, giving yourself this gift of learning on a weekend or on an evening or on the way to get your your kid somewhere or maybe just taking a break in the day, just know that launches can work. I'm here to tell you they can work for you. They can work in the way that best suits your strengths, best suits your message, best suits your audience, the people that you want to serve and you want to be have become your customers, they, they can work. And you are not going to be required if you want to kind of follow along in this, you're not going to be required to pick and or just agree to one launch strategy. You get to create your own custom strategy that works for you. And that's my goal. And that's my hope for you is that you feel empowered to do that. And when you see someone saying something, which they got to say it because they're marketing their product. But the truth is you can do, you can do whatever you want. You can do your own launch. And as long as you kind of keep some of the things that I shared today in mind, you will have a successful launch. It may take you time to get there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie because sometimes it takes tweaks and tweaks and tweaks and tweaks, but, but have the patience, understand what's happening in your launch and what you're currently doing and where you need to improve and your launches will also improve. Okay. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I've got a pretty big announcement and I waited until the very end to to share it because I'm curious who's still listening. Um, We're doing a live round of fearless launching very soon. And if you're listening to this way after April, May, 2020, then okay, we might not be doing one so soon live. However, we're going to, we haven't done a fully live fearless launching in quite some time. And I thought, you know, now might be a good time for that. So Stay tuned for an invitation to an upcoming free workshop that I'm putting together for you. And I just cannot wait. I can't wait 
to see you embracing your own launch strategy and having the success you deserve. All right. So stay tuned for that. Also, let me know what insights you got from today's episode. Leave me a comment over on the show notes. Send me an email. DM me over on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. Have a great rest of your week. Keep going. Keep dreaming. You've got this. I really believe that. I I believe in you too. If nobody else has said that today to you, oh my gosh, that actually kind of made me catch in my throat a little bit. But if no one's told you today, you're amazing. You have something in you. People deserve to hear that. People deserve to hear your voice. And I think you're awesome. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.